I'm Steve Tarano. Welcome to this episode of Body Performance, the podcast designed to help you reach your weight loss, fitness, and bodybuilding goals. Today, I'm joined by my sister Leah and Jessica Miller. Jessica is a national fitness competitor, a businesswoman who works with CBD Botanical Therapy, a premium luxury CBD cream and tincture company, MPA Supplements. She's just launched her clothing line called Misfit Miller Savvy. She's a mother of two, and she just got engaged. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. How's the life of an engaged woman going? Eh, no different. <laughs> All <laughs> the same. <laughs> sounds like a big step to me. It is. <laughs> I wanted to have you on the show to give people a better perspective of what somebody who works out does to stay in shape and then what they do to get in contest shape. Okay. That's two different things for sure. That makes total sense. I've seen you in the gym probably for about eight or nine years. Yes. And you have you were in great shape before. You are in amazing shape now. Yes. How long have you been working out? Uh, I started in the gym at uh, age 17. I was a soccer player all my life. Cardio has always been, you know, my thing. I didn't really know too much about weight training. So that's where I started to really research and figure out how to put on muscle, uh, what I had to do differently. I actually had a friend in the gym kind of show me the way. She helped me build an upper body. She taught me that I can't overtrain, that I don't shouldn't be doing hours of cardio if I want to be a bodybuilder. That was definitely two different types of training. You know, if you're a runner, you're a runner. That's okay. It's okay to do cardio for hours of cardio. Um, but if you're somebody who's wanting to put on muscle and build, you definitely have to take a little step back and your training needs to be different. That makes perfect sense because I tell people you can be lean and fit and have great cardio, but you're not going to be able to pack on tons of muscle because the amount of effort and time it takes to put in that type of discipline for being a marathoner is hard. But then the amount of discipline and effort it takes to become a bodybuilder is equal, but it's at the opposite end of the spectrum. Absolutely. You, you can't be 300 pounds, bench 500 pounds, and be able to run a two-minute mile. No. <laughs> no, it, you can't. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. You were in sports. I didn't know you played soccer. Yes. Yes. Soccer player since I was probably six years old. It was definitely my niche in high school. I was going to try to go to college for it. Unfortunately, my dad died at 16. So that's really what drove me into the gym. I was really hurting inside and it got to a point where I would run way too much and I wasn't eating. So internally I was hurting, but I was hurting myself overtraining. That's when I really learned the difference in being healthy. It's okay to train, but you need to be healthy. You made a good point about your dad dying. I'm sorry to hear that. It's such an emotional aspect that people handle it in different ways. Absolutely. They begin to eat. They become either reclusive or they hit the gym and become focused on that. So it became a healthy outlet for you. Absolutely. Yes, very healthy. I had to actually mentally, I think more than anything was what I had to switch around. Eating was a good thing. You know, I was, it was like I was scared to eat because I was hurting inside and I felt like I deserved to hurt on the outside. Hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely um, something that really drove me to where I am today. So that was really the beginning of your introduction into, into fitness. Yes, absolutely. To take it to another level of competition. Yes. That is a whole nother level. What, 
whole nother interest there. Oh, goodness. Um, so I actually was around a bunch of competitors growing up, obviously being in the gym. And it was so motivating to me. Uh, one in particular woman, uh, her name was Jen. I always looked up to her and she competed and I was just like, oh my goodness, her body and the person, you know, she just, she motivated me. She was always so sweet and so nice. And I think it was her determination. A great mentor. It <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. And um, so being around other competitors, I always wished that I could do that. And after I had my first child, I said, you know what, what better way to get into shape and lose this weight and just wow people. For sure. Do you train all year round? I do train all year round, but how I train is different. Training for a competition, you know, it's like a solid 15 weeks is usually what where I start off. It gives me enough time to uh, finagle things around, tweak things if my body's not responding correctly. Uh, every prep is really different, to be honest. Interesting. Um, yeah. And, and it really depends on the level that you're at, too. So going and just doing a local show, conditioning wise, the look is different to whereas if you're stepping on a national stage and you're trying to get your pro card, you better be perfect. And when you say perfect, you're meaning most muscularity or not too much muscularity along with a very lean physique with minimal amount of body fat. Because I know some shows or some types of events, they want their women a little more muscular. They want them less muscular. They want them less lean. They want them more lean. You're like, holy moly, what are they looking for? Yeah, I mean, that's actually been a struggle. I think that's a struggle for a lot of people, to be honest. It depends on the show that you go to. It depends on the judges and what they're looking for. But, you know, most of the time, the look has really changed the last two years. When I first started about two years ago, the look was kind of leaner. It was a little softer up top. It wasn't so muscular. And now it seems to be full. They want full muscles, but they also don't want you so striated either. So yes, you need to come in drier and leaner, but you you can't be too dry or too lean. A lot of science comes into this. Um, so when you're preparing for a show, you're switching up the amount of cardio versus weight training that you're doing and finding the right balance there. Absolutely. Um, So when I am, and I don't call it off season because I'm really, I'm an athlete. I'm never off season. This is a passion for me. You know, this really is. And this should be a lifestyle for everyone, really. For me, I don't take time off. Basically call it my improvement season. So whatever, however I ended the year prior, um, whatever feedback I got from the judges, I take that and I put that into a structured plan with my coach. And that is where we start on my improvement season. And I just, you know, I I try to further myself until we get into prep and then I really push it. Then it's go time. Right. (laughs) I'm just impressed because you're also a mother of two in addition to being in such incredible shape and a businesswoman as well. I can barely take care of myself (laughs) or any plants. So I'm I'm just amazed here. Jessica, when you're getting ready for a show, what kind of foods do you stay away from or are there certain foods that you avoid? I'm kind of old school. My coach is a little old school as well. And so, you know, everybody is different. Some people track their macros. I actually rotate my fats and my carbs. I have learned that that is what works better for my body. Everybody is different. But for me, I go into evaluation every one day during the week, every week with my coach. He evaluates my body and where I'm at. And then we make a structured plan for the next week of what we want to do. So for me, it's eating at least five to six meals a day, you know, every two to three hours at the most, no more than three hours do I go without eating. 
Uh, These are proportioned meals. So I do weigh everything. I make sure that these proportions are equaled out so that I'm not overfilling my body or not consuming enough. Because clearly, when I am in prep, I do do two a days. That means I am in the gym twice a day, doing cardio twice a day, as well as weight training twice a day. Okay, so let's stop right there for those who are listening who are going, you're so lucky. Okay, you ever heard that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm sure you can eat anything you want. You're so lucky. Yeah. You're doing cardio twice a day, and I've I've seen you in the gym, and when I see you in the evening, it's your (laughs) second go round. Yep. And then you're not lazy, so you're doing something that you just mentioned, you prepared your meals? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? You you put some effort into your meals, and you thought about it about them and you actually weighed out the portions. Absolutely. You're a maniac. (laughs) I am a maniac and I love it. (laughs) But that's what it takes. It does. And nothing about this is easy for me. I am, like you said, a mom of two as well. So to balance this out, it is a struggle. It is hard sometimes. I do get anxious and sometimes I do look at myself and I go, okay, you know, you got to figure out a balance of spending enough time with your kids and making sure they're getting what they want, but also doing what you want and pursuing your dreams. Because I want to make sure to my kids that they see that you can do everything you put your mind to. You just have to figure out a plan of, and a way to do it. That's right. So plan your work and work your plan. Absolutely. What is your normal body weight and what would be your contest weight then? So that is also different as I have changed my body within the past year. I have a much bigger upper body, muscular upper body, since that's what they want to see. Right now, I'm sitting at about 120 pounds, 5'2". You know, usually in contest prep, on stage, I'm probably about 106. Again, you know, I am much fuller in muscle. I am eating more at that time until it is stage day. That's when we we cut down. The week before stage is when you really cut your calorie intake. But prior to that, I mean, I'm eating more than what I am, I guess, improvement season because my metabolism is sped up and I'm training like a maniac. Do you typically do two a days during off season? Just one. Okay. Just one. You got to let your body rest. You know, for me, especially because last year I did five shows. So five shows was a lot on my body. So I have taken, this will be my second month of improvement season where it's just one a day. I'm still, you know, really, really trying to improve my body and working towards those details. But it's a rest period for me. I certainly understand that. What I want people to understand who are listening to this is that Jessica is not losing weight because she's eating more. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you know, no. Jessica said I need to eat more. Everybody says I need to eat more. (laughs) No, that's not true. You are training like a maniac. Yes. Okay. And if you've ever seen her train, it's hard, it's fast, it's continuous, it doesn't stop, and it's twice a day. Absolutely. You know, and I've seen personal trainers in the gym who are training women who are excessively overweight, 200 pounds or more. Yeah. And that lady looks exactly the same a year later. Yep. You don't want to talk to them and engage them and criticize their personal trainer, but you want to see them get results. Right. I ask, I go, you know, you mind if I ask you how many calories you're eating? And she's like, well, you know, my personal trainer said I wasn't eating enough. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you were eating way too much. I can look at you and tell you're 200 pounds. Oh, yeah. 
oh, she raised my calories. Uh, I'm eating 1,650 calories a day. I'm like, no wonder you're still fat. Yeah, you know, I want to no. go fire your personal trainer and spend 10 minutes with somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. Yep. You're not active enough to burn that amount of That's calories. That's exactly it right there. You need to be knowing how much is this person working out? How, how active is this person being? Because if you're expelling more calories, that yes, you need to intake more calories. If you're not, then obviously you're at a, a point where you need to speed up your metabolism, man. You need to spread them out and you need to proportion your meals and you need to make sure that you're not intaking more so that you can lose weight. You're, no, you're absolutely right. I listen to people talk about losing weight and I understand that people might not know what to do. Right. But we kind of know what causes it. You're eating too much yeah. or you're eating unhealthy or a combination of the two. A lot of the times what I'm seeing, especially in you know women that I have been helping, they're going all day without eating. And the thing is, is they're consuming so many calories all at once because they're starving or they're eating twice a day. But those two meals that they're eating are plates of food or you know what they're eating has so many calories when they could be splitting it up during the day and speeding up their metabolism. That's right. Intermittent fasting is a big thing now. Yeah. And I'm like, if, if you like losing weight that way, that's great. Right. But if you put things in perspective, if you eat dinner at six o'clock at night, six o'clock the next morning is 12 hours. Yeah. By noon, that's another six that's, hours. That's 18 hours. Yeah. It's hard to quell that hunger with a half a sandwich. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or a bowl of cereal. It just kind of ramps it up. Now you're ravenous because you haven't eaten for 18 hours. Absolutely. And I mean, you got to think about these people. I mean, how are you getting your work done during the day? How are you able to think? I mean, I just, I don't even know how that works for people. Um, but if it works for them, great. It works for them. For me, I mean, it, what works best is as soon as you wake up, you know that you're hungry in the morning. Y your body wants to eat. That's the most important meal of the day. Feed your body. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's obvious that being in, in good shape and losing weight isn't about luck or just a roll of the dice, being at the right place at the right time, or we'd see more people in the kind of physical shape that you're in. It takes effort, consistency, self-discipline, perseverance, patience, and faith. Yes. And you are a prime example of that for sure. Thank you. Two a day workouts, eating healthy, and taking care of two children. Again, congratulations. I don't know how you do it. Thank you. I follow a group on Facebook, probably one of the many weight loss and fitness groups. It's interesting. Mostly women, but there's some guys on there as well. I've noticed three types of people. People who achieve amazing results. Mm -hmm. They post pictures of themselves in their underwear before and afterwards, stuff that your typical Instagram model would never do. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Tremendously courageous. Right. And their after results are just spectacular. It really is. Yeah. It, it's heroic. You have people who uh, are the second group and they need help. They're asking for help on the group. What is the best diet? What can I do to start dieting? Can I work out and diet at the same time? Things that you or I would take for granted. Right. Right. Of course you can diet and exercise. Right. Why wait? Right. They might say, do you have any good recipes or food alternatives? A recent one I saw was, you know, I've lost 75 pounds, but the weight loss has slowed. And I covered that on either the last podcast or the previous one before that. It's as you lose weight, the amount of weight that you have to lose becomes a larger percentage of yep. your total body weight. Yep. So if you have to lose 10 pounds, that ain't much out of 300. No. <laughs> you got to lose 10 pounds out of 120 to get down to contest shape. 
your body doesn't want to give that weight up. Right, yeah. And now I'm going to be really honest. The third group is this group, the group that whines and complains. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And those are probably not the kind of people that you want to listen to. No, 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 not at all. I don't deal with those people, actually. (laughs) If you don't want to help yourself, then that's on you. You know, you want to help yourself. It's your choice to get up in the morning and do so. Everybody has that choice. Well said, because I see things like this, and and I don't mean to laugh, but it's, I can't stop eating ice cream. What would you suggest? Like, somehow, they've just discovered this product called ice Ice cream. cream. I don't don't know if you people know about it, but have you ever heard of ice cream? (laughs) Um, I just can't stop eating it. Is there a pill that I could take that would stop that craving for ice cream? Hey, shit, welcome to being human. I know, right? I mean, come on. Are you serious? If I read that, I I mean, I'm sorry, I would laugh. I don't want to tell this lady about caramel and chocolate, too. I mean, because she's going to be in trouble. I'm like, well, you think you're special? Oh, goodness. Holy shit. And then this one was, uh, I just saw this one. And again, no disrespect to anybody. She says, you know, how do I get rid of this bloating after three days of binging? I guess you're just going to have to wait for that stuff to digest and move through your system. Right. Or I could tell you, stop binging. There you go. I mean, there's there's the alternative. Stop binging. Right. It's really only one way. And this is another one. Uh, My friend can eat anything she wants. She's so lucky. I can't do that. How come she she can. And I want to say nobody on the planet can, can eat anything that. they want. It all comes to play later on in the future, how you're eating, you know, how you're training. Plus, a lot of times people don't know what that person's regimen or fitness is like. Right. See them eating anything they want at work. Right. But don't realize that they've been to the gym in the morning right. and that maybe they're like Misfit Miller and they're going to go back to the gym after work. Right. So. Right. Exactly. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Tell the listeners how they can reach you, where they can find you. You can reach me on IG at MisfitMiller.com or Facebook, Jessica Miller. I also have my page up now with my fitness line. It's uh, Misfit Miller Savvy. And as always, you can reach me on Instagram at Steve.Turano. That's T-U-R-A-N-O. Or through Facebook. If you know anybody struggling with weight loss, fitness, bodybuilding, or weightlifting, please tell them about the podcast. As always, I appreciate the support. I appreciate the love. I'm Steve Tarano. This is Body Performance. <laughs>